Are you worried about your retirement? Is your retirement in jeopardy? What's the villain? Well, it's inflation. Today, we also look at spending in retirement, and we play Stump the Guru. Please stay with us. We've got a jam-packed podcast. Matters USA with Fred Sage. You also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade. Fred Sade is founder and managing director of the firm Money Matters USA. Also, the name of this podcast, uh, Money Matters USA, is a fiduciary firm. Fred himself, a licensed fiduciary, holding a Ph.D. in economics from Duke University. And we've been doing this for uh, getting close to uh, two years now just on the podcast, um, podcast 96 now. And by the way. If you, yeah, it's been a, it's a while. A lot of think of all the information you've gotten out, Fred, and uh, all that information is stored. It's archived at MoneyMattersUSA.net because if you click podcast, you can scroll through all the other ninety five podcasts with Fred. Said, how are you today, Fred? Doing good. How are you, Dave? Good, good. Can you believe it? It's been that many, and um, wow, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's a fresh look at it every time. It's not like yeah. we're talking about the same thing with retirement. It's something fresh and new. Uh, well, there's, you know, this it's such a huge issue uh, in Western countries. Mm -hmm. and there's so much research going on. There's there's always a new take uh, that comes from more and more, more and more research. Uh, and as you know, people get into retirement, get closer to retirement, the, the challenges that they have to face, they make their own adjustments. But, you know, the researchers keep on giving us more information, how to look at this and how to advise people. Speaking of challenges we face and concerns we have, and uh, now uh, data on a growing number of retirees strongly considering returning to the workforce, citing inflation as their concern. Um, and Fred, uh, I mean, uh, the first thing I get from that when they cite inflation, and it is a big number, is it sounds to me like they don't have a good income built in that can factor in inflation. That's true. That yeah, that's true. Uh, most most uh, most people um, who've gone through planning, uh, the assumptions are are level. You know, it's it's a linear income. So if you go back to the four percent rule, you know what is Bengen saying? You're going to take out four percent each year, and to that you're going to add a multiple that, that corresponds to inflation. So if, if uh, inflation is 2%, you're taking 6% out. If inflation is 1%, then you're taking 5% out and, and, and so on. But the assumption is linear. It's assuming that, that, people, that people's spending uh, continues, uh, you know, as effectively as a straight line, uh, you know, and they bump up uh, for bouts of inflation. And that that is the assumption, and and all, not all, but most software um, 
looks at it on that basis. The issue is that how do people perform in the real world as opposed to how do people perform uh, based on planning software? Now, I'm going to make two observations. One, one is, um, and I'm not coining a phrase here, but I'm going to call it the two, the two minute rule. Okay. You know, in football, you, you have, you have a warning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, same thing here. It's the two minute rule. What is the two minute rule? Two minute rule is when, when you're sitting with your advisor or you're sitting looking at some planning program that's online or being offered by, uh, you know, by a custodian, uh, you know, by, by Vanguard or, or Schwab or what have you, 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 what's your staying power? Are you going to sit there for 48 hours while the software cranks out some answers? Or you want to get the answers and you want them fast. Okay, so fast answer. So all software has to give you an answer in, in two minutes or less. That's the two-minute rule. And so software takes shortcuts in order to get to giving you an answer in two minutes or less. That's true of, of just about all the software that is that is out there. They we're all stuck with the two-minute rule. And, and therefore, software is taking shortcuts, and, and so we use this linear approach. But we know that people, to, to further answer your question, Dave, that we, we know that, that people don't spend on a linear basis. Mm-hmm. People adjust their spending. And that's the challenge. Uh, so, software, most of the software out there, virtu- 98%, you know, 98.9% of the software out there cannot accommodate variable spending. In order to accommodate variable spending, you have to violate the two-minute rule. And so that's not so that software is not saleable. And and therein lies the real problem that, that a lot of the planning is linear because it can't capture the the variability uh, of, uh, of of spending. Uh, to, we we know that you know when we when when I look at spending and I'm not saying that I'm unique, but I'm pretty. But there aren't that many people who look at spending as, as three constructs. You have needs, you have wants, and you have wishes, and and those are variables that that get adjusted uh, over time. So what might be a need today for someone who is 65 uh, at at 85, that that may not uh, be a need anymore. It it may be a variable. It may be a wish. So spending can fall out of out of categories. So that that so most of the software cannot uh, accommodate that kind of uh, you know adjustment, whether it's midlife adjustment or later in life adjustment. And even Bengen, excuse me, even Blanchett's smile diagram is is in, is technically inaccurate. You know, be, because uh, the, the the spending uh, is really not a smile be, because it's variable, and as I said, it can it can mix and match between categories. And I I hope I haven't stirred up a hornet's nest here, but I think this is a real gem uh, for for people. And this is, you're not going to get this by going to somebody's seminar or, or listening right. to an online something in, in you know in a in, in a group on Facebook. 
No, no. I, I mean, that's that's the value of not only this podcast, but reaching out to Fred, who is very, very well versed in these strategies for retirement, looking at concerns and helping. You know, one of his goals is to help ease those concerns. Well, Senator Mike Braun of Indiana is part of the Health, Education, Labor and Pensions Committee. He joined Maria Bartiromo on Fox Business recently to discuss this very issue. Yes. Retirement is now in jeopardy. Not only that, look at ESG, where they're trying to direct you into something other than the best return. Yeah, It's bringing people back into the workforce because they're uncertain now what the future looks like. Do you think it's, I mean, because he mentioned ESG, I mean, definitely inflation, would that be a concern? He actually cited that as a concern. Well, I'm less concerned with with ESG, frankly, than than I am with with inflation. Mm-hmm. I mean, people will make their own judgment about uh, about ESG. Uh, they make their own judgments about uh, digital uh, assets. I'm not really that. Con- I'm I'm less concerned about about that. I mean, it's, it's it is now authorized by the SEC, uh, you know, as an option in 401k plans. You know, but nobody's twisting your arm. Uh, you know whether or not you want to. You want to do that. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, it's up to you. And but inflation is not an up to you. I mean that that is a reality. And and the 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 the, the burning issue with inflation is you know as as inflation moves from being a supply problem, uh, then uh, it moves into. Uh, Increasing wages. Well, you can't. You can't. It's not that easy. You know, wages are sticky. It's hard to take back money that you've given to someone. Uh, you know, to bring them even uh, and try to pace them with inflation. They're not going to give that up very readily. You know, they'll say a pox on you, and I'll go find another job. Mm-hmm. And in this environment, it's not that. It's not that difficult. I mean, I, I, I look at uh, some of the job listings. On LinkedIn, I'm not looking for a job, but the point is, uh, it, it's it's overwhelming, uh, and 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 sometimes monster, uh, 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 po- uh, you know, posts within LinkedIn. I mean, the, the number of jobs that get posted there every day are it, it's humongous. So, I mean, there's there's plenty of there's plenty of jobs, uh, you know, out there. Um, so. I'm less concerned with that. I, I'm concerned with, again, I'm concerned with inflation because once we get past, um, you know, the, the wage issue, then then we it moves into services. And, and once it moves into services, it's very hard to contain. I mean, we're, we're no longer a manufacturing economy. So containing it in the manufacturing cent, uh, sector is not that difficult. It's, it, the Federal Reserve can get their arms around that. It, once it's in, once you increase wages and you uh, find it in the uh, service sector, then then the Federal Reserve is is, is pretty helpless uh, at at that at that point. There's just nothing. The Federal Reserve doesn't manufacture widgets, so it, it can it can print money, mm-hmm. but it, but it can't it can't make a widget. So there's just nothing that that they can do about that other than ultimately crash the economy and once they crash the economy they they will be able to crush down on on everything so it's you know whether you want to argue that the, the, that the crash is going to be light it's going to be mild it's going to be heavy it doesn't matter I mean it, it, I mean it, it, these these become very very technical 
you know, arguments. Uh, did we have did we have a recession earlier this year? Well, technically, no, because the labor force expanded, even though we had two consecutive quarters of negative GDP. So, but do we have recession? Yeah, we have it in certain sectors of the economy, and we have inflation. So, to some extent, we have stagflation in the economy right now, and you can make a case. Now, for that, I don't, I don't want to get uh, too technical. So, yeah, I, I'm all, I, I agree with Senator Brown on, on the issue of inflation. ESG, I'm, I'm neutral on, that. on ESG. So we talked about ESG a few weeks ago. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. Uh, well, Senator Braun had some other thoughts for Maria about the future of retirement and what folks need to brace for. Care trust fund goes broke in four years. Yeah, exactly. Social Security, discretionary spending, domestic and defense. Yeah, ten- it's a sad picture. Yeah, ten- generation. It, when, you know, she was cutting in on him. But anyway, what yeah. he's saying is it's a sad picture for future generations. He and it clipped yeah. it at the beginning. He was talking about Medicare, too. Yeah. Uh, what does it look like for Gen Z and young millennials? Well, whatever whatever it's going to be, it will be different than what we have right now. I mean, if you're in retirement uh, or five years out, six years out, uh, it's likely that maybe even ten. It's not it's not likely that you're going to see any dramatic uh, change. But uh, you know, right now, you mentioned um, a couple of months ago, I think that uh, the uh, yeah, it must have it must have been before the yeah it had to be more than that it had to be before the election. Uh, the Democrats um, asked the CBO to do a down and dirty study uh, on retirement plans. Nothing nothing too serious. I mean, once over lightly. So they looked at the Canadian and Australian uh, retirement system. So right right now, uh, one of the major NGOs that has a lot of influence on Capitol Hill. Uh, has done a deeper uh, study, and they are recommending that we adopt the Australian system. The problem is that the Australian system is no better than ours. And First Links, which is a jointly owned uh, research and publication of Merrill Lynch and Morningstar, uh, has had a number of of, uh, in-depth articles uh, which study the Australian retirement system. And they have as much problem with their system as we do uh, in hours. So I'm reminded what, what the late, great Ben Feldman said, don't build failure into your plans. And that's exactly uh, what what would happen here. We would, ado- we would adopt a system, turn ourselves into a pretzel and for what? For a system that doesn't work in Australia, what makes us think it would even transplant the system and, and suddenly it's going to work here. They have the same crisis that we do and it's a demographic crisis. We, we don't have enough people who are working uh, to support people who are retiring, and, and we, we are living in an aging society, and we have a, a relatively, comparatively speaking, slow uh, birth rate, and we've had that uh, for some for some time. And, during, and in 2010, we we had uh, more people over the age of 100 uh, during that year than than live birth rate. Now that may sound staggering. Wow. But you can you can you can fact check me and see that, that what I just said mm-hmm. is uh, you know is accurate now. And and the other issue is and even in in this proposed uh, budget deal, which we don't know if it's going to go through, but I assume it will. Um, they're only talking about working with fifteen percent of the budget. So in other words, uh, Medicare, Medicaid, 
um, Social Security, the Veterans Affairs, and the Department of Defense were off limits. So you, every, everything that they've done is, is only based on 15 percent of, of, the, of the non-mandatory, quote-unquote, mandatory is in air quotes, uh, spending. So, I mean, this, this is the issue that the, we don't have the population to support the promises that politicians have made and which we've come to, you know, expect uh, and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that's a challenge. I, there's, no, there's no easy solution to this. So whether we, uh, you know, impose or import the Australian system and claim that it will be effective, um, who knows? I mean, uh, you, you still, you're still going to have to have, you know, you could argue, and if you use the rule of 72 and you say you're going to guarantee a 3% return, that's still a working lifetime. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if, if you're 50 and if you push you know, one of the things they're talking about is pushing the retirement age to 70 and a carve out uh, for um, people who, you know, do manual labor, hard, hard labor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then so they would retire at 67 or 68, but, but leave, you know, but leave the others being able to retire at 62, 63 through 65 you know, depending on your physical uh, conditions. Yeah. So I don't know what they would do on that. But, um, yeah, but, but these, these are problems that are very, very difficult to solve. And the longer it takes to solve them, the more likely they're going to they're gonna just raise, raise taxes, raise contribution rates, you know, and go to the CBO or to the, actuar- or to, or to the plan actuaries and say, you know, give us a projection. And then they'll they'll tell us what the projection is, and and we'll go with that. What do you think that, it takes I, to shore it up, like to get it to where all right, we're good, at least a hundred yeah. years now? What would that take dollar amount, or is that something you'd have to look into first? No, uh, what 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 it would do, it would it would have to you would have to raise the uh, contribution rate to um, close to fourteen percent in high thirteen plus percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, for self-employed people, where you're paying both ends of that, right? That, that, that's a bite. A couple um, percentage and, points on that, then. Yeah, and and then um, you'd also have to tax people, um, not just with people above uh, four hundred thousand, and take the cap off, but you'd also have to raise the rate on people earning two hundred fifty thousand. So there, there'd be a donut hole from uh, two hundred fifty-one thousand to four hundred. And and then you'd Kicks have a higher rate with no cap at, at four hundred thousand. That probably would close the gap, but that that is brutal taxation because you have to look at the the total tax burden that you're imposing on these people, and you got to remember something else. That let's assume for the sake of argument that the Trump tax cuts, the tax cuts and drawbacks, uh, sunsets in twenty twenty five. Let us remember where the twenty five percent tax bracket. Starts. Right. I mean, you, you're, so this is this is a major, uh, and, and don't forget that you have states and municipalities that also have have high taxes. So I mean, you you can't be, you can't put people, uh, you know, in a situation where they're paying 87 uh, percent of their right. income in taxes and say nobody pays that. Well, that's nonsense. Of course, some people, mm-hmm. you know, pay that. Uh, so what's the what is their incentive? There is no incentive. Right. So they work less, they cheat more, they enter the barter economy, they try to move money offshore. They do they do what they, they 
you know, they're going to say, hey, uh, I'm working, I'm working like a, you know, uh, I'm working six and a half days a week. I'm, I'm working my backside off. I'm, I'm, I'm a success and I got nothing to show for it. Right. Why am I doing this? You can't, no. That would be unsustainable, wouldn't it? That yeah, that it, type it is. And there, then, then we have the Jimmy Carter problem. I mean, as nice a man as Carter, as Carter is, I mean, the the ta- the taxes were it, it was an impossibility. And so we have this 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 argument that that uh, the Democrats always make that there's billions of dollars being untaxed, and we need more IRS agents to collect it. You know, show me the proof of that, and I'll believe it. But that's always the argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't believe that that is, in fact, uh, the case. Uh, I'm not saying that people don't evade and people don't do stuff. But I am saying that there isn't, you know, billions upon billions of dollars, you know, out there. And since more than 72 percent of the audits take place between a 10 and 12 percent tax bracket, uh, that's, that's the middle class, you know, that's middle class and, and working and upper working yeah. class that pay the bulk of the taxes. Mm-hmm. And that's, so I don't, I don't see a solution. Who's here. getting, no. Wow. Well, um, for just to stay on that before we move into expenses, cause you gave me a good segue there talking about taxes. Um, but, um, boomers and Gen Xers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. With Social are. Security, I mean, I, uh, well, uh, if they uh, nobody's going to take Social Security away. It's just not no, going to. It's going to be different. It's not going to look what like what it looks like. Yeah. Um, you know now. Uh, I mean, and, I want other generations to be okay too. We have kids and sure. grandkids, and we want yeah, them. Of course, of course, that was of never course. intended to be the only source of income. It's all the more reason to get a little more serious about yeah. your saving. Well, and, you're right, but yeah. but un- unfortunately, with the demise of the defined benefit pension plan, Social Security has you know has be- has become has become the it thing. Uh, if you you know if you want an image, think of an upside down pyramid, mm-hmm. and and you and you have you have an enormous weight on the tip of this period mm-hmm. a pyramid and and it's it's tipping it's like true. a teeter totter it doesn't it doesn't have the base of support and and, and you've just flipped this this pyramid uh, on its head and and it can't support 2.8 the, the, workers the, holding the pyramid up <laughs> right that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> right the, the burden is is enormous uh and you know and and it's not it's not that you couldn't fix this, but somebody's ox gets gored uh, once once you do. Mm. And and there and you know, people people spend lots of money to have these to have these benefits, these programs and these exceptions in the tax code. So who's gonna give that up? Wow, it's a challenge, definitely. Well, you mentioned taxes, and let's get into uh, kind of a quick hit on expenses in retirement. And I know you say, what do you mean an RMD is an expense? Well, if it's from tax deferred, right, it would be with taxes, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, some people try to, uh, their entire strategy is an RMD strategy. In other words, they're just... They figure that they're going to take RMDs, and since the RMDs are increasing, they they will have an increasing income over time. The, pro- the problem with that, and, and Dr. Finke at the uh, American College in Bryn Mawr, he has shown that uh, if you use that strategy, you're going to wind up with a very large estate. 
and you're going to spend less than you than you could have spent, and and that impacts the quality, you know, of your uh, retirement. Uh, so one of the one of the, you know, for some people, the an, an advisor needs to give them permission and, and help them understand that they have permission to spend. You know, you have to transition from this uh, savings um, mindset, this this uh, squirrel nut gathering uh, mindset. You know, into being able to spend and enjoy life. The the grasshopper, if you will, in that famous story. Uh, enjoy life, spend spend money. You know, you have permission to do that. You can give yourself permission, and that <clears throat> that's an important uh, conversation. Oftentimes, that 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 an advisor has to have with the client. Well, it, it certainly is. Uh, well, the good thing is. Um, if you can make it to 115, those RMD percentages, those increase goes down. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. got that to look forward to. What about with Medicare premiums and how has that worked with the Social Security colas of late in the last couple of years with the Medicare premiums also going up? Well, basically, the, the Medicare B premiums have pretty well absorbed <clears throat> the uh, cost of living in the uh, Social Security bump. So... Uh, the hold harmless provision has been violated <clears throat> from time to time. So, I mean, it's, it's, not, uh, it's, it's not a steel, you know, barrier. It's not a wall. Uh, it, does, it does get violated. Sometimes the mm-hmm. bump in, in uh, the Part B is greater than, uh, than, than the COLA. And don't, let's not forget that Part B has two charges. It, 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 you're, also, you're also paying the IRMA charge, which is means-tested based on your, uh, on, on your, uh, on your uh, two years' income previous. So, um, you know, it's, um, medic, ma- medical care is expensive. It's the biggest expense that the federal government has. It's the hottest sector uh, of the U.S. economy. And, and that's, where, that's where a lot of the jobs are. Uh, right now, uh, medical sector mm-hmm. is, is incredibly, uh, it, it's incredibly hot. So it's a good wow. place. If you're looking for a job, it's a good place to look. Oh, it definitely is. I mean, I remember, um, and gosh, this has been about 10 years when the uh, boomers started uh, the wave of retirement, maybe more than 10 years, uh, talking about you know n- the need for nurses with boomers retiring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a secure position we to be in. Yeah, no, you're right. We don't have enough nurses. Uh, more often than not, your nurses you see are are foreign nationals mm-hmm. uh, who who you know who are who are here on special visas. Some become citizens, some do not. Uh, um, two years ago, when I was in the hospital for an overnight procedure, um, nurses were all Filipino. Mm. Uh, ter- they were terrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I believe it. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I, asked her, I asked her to do a spell for me, keep COVID away. <laughs> anything. Hey, try anything, anything at that right. point. We didn't know much about it then. Um, you know, the other thing, too, and I, you know, always talk to my daughter about this, too, is trying to find something that can't be uh, deported, you know, a job that can't be exported and right. a job that AI can't take away from you. Right. Two right. things to look at with that, definitely. Yeah. Um, oh, AI, AI is so hot right now. It is. And, and what was it, a story I was reading the other day about someone warning it could eventually lead to human extinction? I mean, that may be carrying it out oh. a little too far right now, yeah. but 
Who knows, though, when it starts taking people's jobs? You talk about being un- a situation unsustainable. Man. Well, you know, I was just on a, we- a webinar that was done by SCORE and the SBA, and it was it was very interesting. Um, I haven't, I haven't, the slides came over after the webinar, uh, but the uh, woman, she's uh, from uh, Carnegie Tech, and uh, she, it was an excellent uh, presentation on, on on the use of AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one, one uh, very, very interesting, and I got some. I got some very interesting ideas that I that I need to try out uh, from from her presentation. Yeah. I just hope that we can continue to use it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where it's yeah. a tool for us. I mean, the internet was great, but the internet was our tool. It was, and we, we lived through that revolution, but that was our tool. And thank well, goodness for it. Arnold me. Schwarzenegger, huh? One of the machines become self-aware. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of times life imitates science fiction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, it does. I mean, it's mm. right now, AI is, is not that intelligent. No, it's not. So, but eventually it could be. Yeah, absolutely. Growing exponentially, definitely. When, when AI starts programming and writing code, that's the time to start worrying. Start worrying. Absolutely. I agree. Um, well, we uh, let me give you a couple of ways to reach out to Fred because he's addressed concerns. He's looked at expenses. His goal is to help ease those anxieties. His goal is to have you not enter retirement with anxiety and angst and fears and uncertainty. So here's how you can reach out to Fred. Uh, his website is moneymattersusa.net, and you can click the red light on the dashboard tab. Learn a lot there. Uh, also, you can call Fred, 800 800- Five nine three eighty one eighty eight eight hundred five nine three eighty one eighty eight. Speaking of moneymattersusa.net, you can submit a question to Stump Fred. Possibly that's what we'll do straight ahead. Playing Stump the Guru. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. We're back. It's Money Matters USA. You mentioned the website, moneymattersusa.net. And yes, this is podcast number 96. To hear the other 95, scroll through the menu, go to moneymattersusa.net and click the podcast tab. Also... While you're there, you'll get the drop down for Stump the Guru. And that's where you can submit a question for Fred. We, he has been stumped. And the reason he was honest about it, he had to do a little bit of research to give a uh, definitive answer, you know, a complete answer for the person with the question. So they ended up getting a little prize out of it. So you yes, can too. Stump the Guru. Uh, it's been tough now. There was only one so far in the time we've been doing this. MoneyMattersUSA.net. Click the podcast tab and uh, the drop down for Stump the Guru. Here's our first question. Uh, we uh, had a discussion on Social Security. Uh, uh, the uh, the questioner wanted to know if we could treat Social Security as a national pension system. 
because of the disappearance of pensions, except mainly for government workers. Interesting question. I've heard uh, Medicare for all, but uh, this is interesting. Social Security is a national pension. Yeah, yeah. Well, technically, the answer would be no. Uh, Technically, we can't look at it as a national pension system because the U.S. Supreme Court, uh, in two cases in the 1930s, ruled that no one is guaranteed that they'll receive a benefit from Social Security. Now, if you look at uh, how the Treasury um, looks at its obligations under Social Security, they only count the current year's payout as an obligation. They don't look into the future and say, you know, we have to pay out for the next 120 years, just, just the current years. But on a practical basis, I agree. Social Security functions the way uh, a pension functions for, I don't know, 40, 50% of the population, Mm -hmm. which is dependent or reliant exclusively on Social Security. So overall, Social Security has, as is true in most countries, it has a redistribution feature so that the lowest paid workers receive a higher benefit as a percentage of their past income and higher earning workers receive a lower amount of income. The system adjusts payments for inflation. You receive inflation adjusted dollars called indexed payments. And like any pension, it's a vesting system. 10 years of work, 35 highest years are considered when they're determining your benefit. And so far as the for retirement age is concerned, I think that if it's raised, my opinion is there should be a carve out for uh, workers who are engaged in physical labor. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's what the Federal Reserve calls, and I quote, non cognitive labor. Mm-hmm. Non cognitive. Okay. Yeah, non cognitive labor, unquote. And because it's unfair to, to make a you know, a laborer worked to age 70. Hard physical labor, right. Yeah. yeah. A white-collar worker probably can can do that as long as there's, there's a job for them. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So, and especially given the challenges you just spelled out that it's facing, um, makes it even harder for that to be a national pension uh, system. So, wow. High 35 years, your highest 35 years. That's the calculation, right? And you yes. have to have worked at least 10. All right, good. I've worked long right. enough to knock out those early years where I didn't make any money, uh, not much money when I first got in radio. So they're already knocked out. Uh, next question well, is, <laughs> go ahead. Well, well, actually, they also knock out, <clears throat> you know, those early years when you're when you when you worked uh, paper routes yeah. and, and, and yeah. so on, they knocked those years out too. That was that's your gift, to Uncle Sam. Well, right, exactly. That's my gift. Yeah, <laughs> when I was uh, getting two dollars an hour as a department store stock boy, uh, yeah. and yeah, that was my gift. Uh, yeah. Our next question is about missed RMDs. The listener asks, "What happens if someone has dementia?" And misses an RMD, a required minimum distribution. What does the IRS do in that situation? Does the individual still have to pay a penalty? Well, the IRS can waive penalties for medical reasons. Now, the best solution, in my opinion, is to update the power of attorney so you avoid the problem. 
so that the person who is named as the power of attorney uh, can take the RMD for that individual. Uh, could also be done by a trust or a trust protector if, let's say, you have a see-through trust and the trust would see right through to the RMD of that person. So that, that would be a way of, of doing that as well. Um, and if you do that, then the advisor can set up the RMDs. The uh, problem that I see is what happens if the person is no longer mentally competent to uh, uh, sign off on the power of attorney? Now, some states um, say, you know, they look at mental incompetence differently than other states. Some states will say if, if the person has a lucid moment, they can still contract. Uh, other states say, nope, once you have that diagnosis, they're no longer uh, competent. So if they're not competent, then that you could be facing a court proceeding. Uh, court has to appoint a, a guardian. The guardian then becomes the person that protects the finances of the person who has uh, dementia. Uh, and then, you know, renders has to get paid for that and then get, has to render reports, usually on a monthly or quarterly basis. So the best advice is have the conversation as difficult as it may be. Do it uh, while it's still possible uh, to act. While before, and if you and if you see initial early early signs, get it done. Get it done then when the person is still competent and 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 is not uh, in a more advanced right. state. Yeah, um, all part of really uh, complete estate planning that you can have done to protect you because estate planning can protect you while you're alive as well. If you look oh, at abso it, absolutely. You know, everything under absolutely. the umbrella. You know, not, not long ago, I was having this conversation with a husband and a wife, and the wife said to me, well, we have, we have our wills done, uh, so what's the big problem? And I said, well, problem is if your husband's in the hospital and he's unconscious right. and he's not dead, try, try, try uh, and call up the, you know, IRA uh, custodian and try to move money or the 401k oh, custodian yeah. and try to take a distribution. I said, they're not going to let you. Wow. And since the phone company won't even allow you to transact on, on your cell phone, mm -hmm. if the billing is in your husband's name, that's only on the cell phone. So when now you're talking Think about money, it. Yeah, right. I, I, so, I mean, estate planning uh, really is part of financial planning uh, today. And, and there's a part that has to be done when, when you're alive. And there's a part that will uh, kick in uh, after you are uh, deceased. But you can't just do one and not do no, that's uh, true. the other. And, 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 you know, don't try to do this yourself, the, these... Um, Oh, right. that you can get on online. Scary, they're, they're not necessarily valid in every state. They they you can drive a Mack truck uh, through yeah. um, through through most of these. I'm worried about and, the state uh, aspect. They, yeah, yeah. They, they leave out uh, important uh, important things. Uh, one of the things that I see uh, in in these uh, POAs is there's no provision for gifting. And uh, all, all, all power of attorneys have errors uh, in them. You, you just have to see what the errors are and whether or not they're significant. And the most, one of the most significant errors 
that I see are no provision for gifting, and you need a gifting provision in there in order to move some money around, uh, you know, for for a whole for a whole variety uh, of reasons. And you have to be careful on how you're going to compensate the uh, who, the holder of the power of attorney, uh, because if you give them an unlimited power of distribution, they could they could clean the account out and and, and you know and, and go to Brazil and 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 have a great uh, have a great life at your expense. Oh yeah, yeah you got to so be careful. Just a couple, really yeah, good. just a couple, just a couple of of warnings. Another gem or two. Yeah, right. Uh, and and real quick, uh, before we close it out, if you're the guardian of the person and responsible for the RMDs and you miss it, would you face a penalty? Absolutely. You have you no would. excuse. Okay, so yeah. you would face a penalty. Yeah, you have no, you have no excuse for missing the penalty. You, you'd report yourself. And uh, so the penalty would be, right now, it, it's... Um, uh, it went. It was fifty percent, and the IRS never levied it. Now it's twenty five percent, and if you report yourself, it's ten percent. I, you know, I, I don't. I don't know what will happen here, but Ed Slot is convinced that the IRS will collect the ten percent penalty. The fifty percent was draconian. Ten percent is not. Okay. Right. Right. Exactly. Fifty percent was draconian. Uh, good stuff as always, Fred. If you have a question for Fred, two good ones today, uh, be sure to go to the website moneymattersusa.net. Click podcast in the drop down there, right on the when you click podcast for Stump the Guru. Thanks for uh, being a part of the Money Matters USA podcast. And also be sure to follow Fred Sade and this podcast, Money Matters USA. We drop them every Friday. Stay with us. We'll see you next week. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.